Welcome to the Cosmic Consciousness Cafe, Star Seed Ascension School podcast, where we explore the depths of spirituality and unlock the secrets of the universe. Embodied Ascended Master Samporna is your host. I am Ansara, and along with Sharamia, we are your co-hosts. Together, we are modern-day mystics. It is such a rare opportunity to have a conversation with an Ascended Master who incarnated to be here at this time of great ascension to help guide and protect humanity and our beautiful planet Gaia. Master Samporna unveils the secrets of the invisible world of energy to help you elevate your consciousness, awaken your evolutionary potential, learn about self-healing, longevity and your intuitive powers. You'll get to see Samporna in rare form as he is usually teaching in client healing sessions or protecting the planet. There is a good chance that this is going to feel like learning a new language. It is such an opportunity to be receptive and to lean in and receive what's being shared. We look forward to being your celestial guides on this journey towards spiritual truth and Welcome to the next episode. Yes, my class is important. Yes, lovely to be here. Yeah, I do really enjoy the podcasts. Yeah, me too. They're really fun, very relaxed. And we thought tonight we'd talk about your spiritual journey, but we felt like we need to call it part one. Part one. And this really we want to talk to you about from being a child with spiritual gifts right up to your spiritual awakening Uh and it's really up to you where we sort of uh, pull up okay. because I felt like it's quite fascinating meeting someone who is an embodied ascended master and that's not something that you're born knowing but there was many things that you were born knowing and experiencing yeah. that would lead you now to look back and reflect and go, oh, yeah, aha, uh-huh, I can um, yeah, really see that I had to remember to remember who I am. What well, it it's quite an interesting conversation because being an embodied ascended master comes with a lot of responsibilities and there's a humbleness that people that know me that you know listen to the workshops that we deliver on Starseed Ascension School I don't go and stand on a banner waving a big banner telling everybody that I'm an embodied ascended master because people just think you're a complete dick well, they will do because they're just third dimensional. So it, it not belittling them, but there's a there's a tall poppy syndrome around the world. So it's a very humbling aspect to be here at this time, to be embodied, and then to have had the life that I've had in training myself to remember who I am and why I'm here, and the amount of lifetimes I've had that then really opened the floodgates to. Uh, allow me to have a exceptional communication with all realms of consciousness, all beings, ascended masters, archangels, elementals, galactic teachers of light, you name it. So it, it's it's one point, and when I asked how many embodied ascended masters are there at the planet at this time, it's around 50 of us. Gosh, 
many. Which isn't many when you've got a populations of billions of people. But how many others, if you did a Google search or on DuckDuckGo, how many others would be flying their flag and putting their hand up to say, oh, I'm an embodied ascended master? Yeah. Uh, none of them. No, totally under the radar. Because from my experiences, you know, in the old uh, mystic schools and the mystic teachings and with alchemy, we just quietly go about our business. I don't need the millions of followers. I don't need the accolades for the work that I'm asked to conduct here as in a, an embodied ascended master. I have some people that said, oh, well, prove it. And it's like, well, come and sit down and let's have five minutes of your time yeah. and I can tune into your body and scan your body for distortions or energy imbalances or illnesses or diseases or start tuning into your galactic acacia records or start to read you like a book but again it's not a showing off aspect but when when you're here for a purpose which is greater than me in an exponential level because as a, an embodied ascended master we are here for the betterment of humanity so there's no hiding or going, oh, I'm sorry, I can't be bothered to do this. Uh, because if I don't, then the greatest awakening of all time and all planets in all aspects of consciousness in all universes and star systems and star nations won't happen. Uh, so it's, it's a big responsibility and it gives me goosebumps sharing that. It is a great responsibility that I hold. And you know that because we live together and we're husband and wife and we're eternal twin flames. So you get to see the experience of what it's actually like living with someone that uh, has profound psychic abilities oh, yeah. but carries the an aspect of weight on pretty broad shoulders yeah. to know why I'm here for us to uh, conduct ourselves and change the aspect of reality for everyone that's living on the planet. I mean, even just the other night going to watch. Oh, gives me goosebumps saying that. Mm. Yeah. So it's a big deal for me to be here on a podcast. It's a big deal for me to say that I'm an embodied ascended master. It's a big deal for me to say that the ascended masters and the Elohim and source creator consciousness call me Master Sam Porno. It's a, and you hear it in my voice, like it, it sparks emotions in me. You can yeah. you can hear the croakiness in my voice. It's it's a, it's a big deal. And it takes a lot for me now to step out, to come here and to share the story of why I'm here and why I was asked to create Starseed Ascension School as part of my purpose and mission here on, on planet at this time to to teach people critically important information on how you ascend and move out of the third dimension and understand in different dimensions and how you access that and what your sacred heart space is and how you clear and rid yourself of any illness or disease and the application of radionics, the application of how we play in dimensions all aspects of what you'll need to know on your spiritual journeys it's, and psychic development. psychic development yeah and then teaching yeah how you can then switch on all of your psychic abilities in in your body very easily and effect, uh, effectively so my journey started yes at a very young age because i had some profound experiences when i lived in the uk because i i i live in new zealand now 
the spiritual epicenter of the universe at Castle Hill, which is no surprise that we live an hour from the doorway of one of the most powerful uh, conjunction points of the ley lines on the planet from Easter Island, Lake Titicaca and, and Castle Hill and where we can play very easily in interdimensional portals. There's, there's no surprise that I've ended up in New Zealand from the UK, but my my childhood was quite different, mm. you know. I was just going to ask before you get into the childhood story, if you were to give a definition of what embodied ascended master means for someone who's never heard of that term before, how would you define that? Well, um, people may have heard of ascended masters like Master Kathumi, that they their consciousness that psychic people can tune into or with the archangels, Archangel Michael, you can tune into that consciousness. But to be embodied means then that we're embodying with a very high level of consciousness here in the physical form. Because at the fall of consciousness, what the Ascended Masters worked out was that you had to be embodied here on the planet. They couldn't dictate the course of evolution for everybody in humanity that's here at this time by not being embodied. So we've come around and, and generally we're embodied, uh, like with me in my late 40s now, that, you know, we're embodied in and around. There's there's yeah. some older, yes, in the 60s. Most of us are in and around our 30s and 40s where we've got a, a lot of life skills. We've got all of our partying and everything else out of our life. And, you know, and we're now absolutely committed 100% to who we are and why we're here. Because if you if you embody, uh, like Anthony William, if anyone's listened to the medical medium, if you really embody with everything switched on at a very young age, you can find yourself having suicidal thoughts because you don't know how to comprehend what you're seeing, feeling, perceiving in every moment. Yeah. So to be an embodied ascending master means that we are here with an utmost plan that has to be fulfilled and it has to be fulfilled precisely you know, and I was told, and I share that in my teachings, the precision of dropping a grain of sand from an aeroplane at 30,000 feet and retrieving that one grain of sand off of the beach. Yeah. Precise. Must be precise. Oh. <laughs> Germans and their German engineering and BMWs, they make great cars, they are very precise. But it comes down to that next layer of it absolutely must be right. The words that we use, how we conduct ourselves, what we bring forwards, how we start expanding consciousness and working with everybody in humanity to raise their energy, frequency and vibration to must be absolutely spot on. Yeah. So let me get it straight. You had five million lifetimes. That's a lot of lifetimes. For those listening, that means we as a soul incarnate and that can mean we incarnate here on Earth or on other planets, in other yeah. galaxies. And so over that course of those many, many, many lifetimes, the experiences led you to become obviously a spiritual master. You could look at Yoda or a Buddha, yeah. um, that kind of consciousness. And I guess there's always a risk that when a soul chooses its parents, that things will turn out the the divine plan and, and and divine plans do turn out. And so then down you came to your particular parents 
into your particular life. And so, yeah, now you could pick up the story from when you first began having psychic experiences as a young child. How young was your first experience? Uh, I remembered my first experience when I was around the age of three when I saw an extraterrestrial for the first time. And I noticed that it looked vastly different than my mum and dad. And I remember being somewhat afraid because it was like it, it jumped out from around the corner and frightened me. And then when I was later on in life, uh, in my mid-30s, when I was then having, you know, some very profound psychic abilities and profound experiences, that memory popped back into my awareness. So my early one started very, very young. But I, I also, in my teens... Uh, when I was dating girls, it was like, oh, I wonder, you know, we meet we meet people and we don't really have a rapport. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be really great to meet someone born on my birthday? Because I thought, oh, well, they'd be like me and they'd understand me a little bit more. So I just put it out there. Didn't know anything about the law of attraction or how it works and ended up meeting a girl who was born on exactly my birthday. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was a bit strange. Like, how did that work? You know, I remember sitting on a bus and then having glimpses into my future uh, when I was around 15 that I was going to move from the UK, that I was going to have two children and I was going to live the furthest way that you could ever be from the UK. And I ended up in New Zealand. So, you know, I had lots of aspects like that showing up in my reality. But when I was young, when we have a lot of psychic gifts and growing up in the UK, you know, in, in the 80s and early 90s, it, it was all, I was looking for a spiritual connection, but I was looking for it in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. I was looking for it in drinks and drugs and going out clubbing and partying to open up my consciousness. I didn't have a spiritual teacher when I was young and growing up. No, so I was fumbling around like most of us do in, in yeah. the dark. Yeah. So I was having lots of experiences. Any profound experiences, like were you seeing spirit? Were you seeing uh, any anything that you can remember in that period of time? No, I was probably too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find out as you got older it was becoming more frequent? Yeah, a lot more frequent. You know, living in the UK, and I was an accountant in the UK, so... You know, it was all about going to the pub at lunchtime. We'd have pub lunches, have a couple pints of beer. Uh, after work, you'd have a couple, and then you'd go home and drink some more. And that was the kind. That was the the UK thing. Do you think so, upstairs would have been rolling their eyes at that point? Going, <laughs> oh no, uh, no, not not when I look back on it now. But I know that you know I found myself in some situations. It's like. Geez, how did I get away with that? I knew I was being looked after. Yeah, I, I felt it. You know, I yeah. didn't know who it was or what it, it was, was but I, yeah, I felt this greater power that something was looking after me. Yeah. I just ended up in the right situations at the right time and, yeah. you know, knowing that I was going to meet my first wife in the UK and knowing then that, you know, I was going to be leaving the UK, it was then no surprise that she was a Kiwi when, when we met. I'm like, shit, okay, right, I can started to see how this is happening. So mm -hmm. my my gifts really started to switch on then when I immigrated in uh, to the UK in and around the year 2000. Yeah, so about 24 years ago. Yeah. 
God, I'm getting a bit old now, aren't I? That's why I've got a few grey hairs. <laughs> and so what happened when you took a turn out of the 3D life, the drinking, the um, spiritual awakening? How would you describe that for you? Uh, my life turned upside down on its head. Mm. Yeah, when I came to New Zealand, it was like I, I got fully activated like within... A matter of weeks. Connecting to the frequency of yeah of New, of New Zealand. Came on holidays to New Zealand when I when we lived and worked in the UK. Loved it. It felt like coming home. Yeah. And then when we emigrated here, and moved over just after the year two thousand, within a very short period of time, I started to then really have you know profound spiritual experiences. Yeah. A lot of my light switch was just switched on, so it really went from really nothing to about 70% pretty Where dead. you were seeing spirits in the supermarket. Yeah. yeah. Dead animals following people. You yeah. Was, I remember when we first met, you'd sit down at a restaurant and it was like you had a queue of spirits <laughs> queuing up to talk to you, to talk to someone in the restaurant that yeah. belonged to them. And I remember you used to wear caps and drink to try to shut it down. Yeah, and that was like most of us. And that was really, in the UK, I was looking for that uh, opened me up because I, I wasn't being taught by anyone. I hadn't found a spiritual teacher then. But then over here in New Zealand then, yeah, it was the it was the opposite. It's like, you know, Anthony Williams story, the medical medium, it's you know, he nearly committed suicide because it's what do I do when I'm start seeing, feeling, perceiving everything in a different reality that I've got no idea. No one's taught me that, oh, this is what it's gonna be like. No one was there holding my hands, so you have to find your feet. And, and it can be quite traumatic, you know, when you start seeing and perceiving things behind people. And it's like, hang on a minute, am I hallucinating or yeah. am I actually seeing that? Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is unnerving. It can be You've quite You've always unnerving. resonated with that movie, Lucy. Yes. Where she had all this consciousness that got switched on very fast. Yeah. And you and you often said that's what it's yep. like for me, just being able to tune into anything, like walk into a museum, and not just connect to the piece that you're looking at, but you'll start seeing mm. scenes from, and you'll start to see those ancient beings step forward, and you can even have a conversation on a timeline that's mm. passed. Like you, we won't get so much into that tonight because I think it's more about the story. But mm. the next part too, we'll talk about that. But how about we finish off when you really stepped into beginning to learn and like you said stop fumbling around in the dark yeah so that was um that was about 18 years ago uh and that was before my first son was born and i was a manager of the health and safety uh, i was the health and safety manager for a construction company here in new zealand and and i was sitting in my basket in my office and I was asking for guidance on like, who am I? Why am I here? And what's my purpose in life? And I was researching about vaccines and the adjuvants, the ingredients in them, because we were going to have children. And and that, that just, it was in my awareness to be prepared before my children were born to have an understanding with that. And I was listening to Highway to Health on an internet radio station 18 years ago, researching about that with Dr. Patricia Carley, who is the first court-attested vaccine-induced disorder specialist in the whole world, who is a trained medical professional. 
And on Highway to Health, they had a uh, an open slot with other practitioners to come on there. And um, and they said, oh, next week we've got a chap coming on, coming on called Jim Self. And his course is called uh, Mastering Alchemy. And I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I made sure I tuned in with that one the next week. And in listening to Jim and listening to him to talk for about only 15 minutes, I was like, that's it. Yeah. That's why I'm here. I need to learn alchemy. That was it. I knew instantly it's like, yes, that's it. Mm. I could feel it like I got goosebumps, like I've got goosebumps now sitting here, you know, recollecting that story. Yeah. It it sparked something deep inside me, something that I'd never felt before, you know, that just inner knowing, yeah. that inner knowing of like, oh, hang on a minute. Well, I need to really listen to this. This is really important. Like all my hair's pricked up on the back of my neck and on my arms. I'm like, uh, that's it. That's what I've been asking for and it's shown up. So I started to learn alchemy. And you had to travel to do that? Yeah, I travelled to um, America five or six times to, to go and study that. At the At the time, I tried to bring Jim over to New Zealand because at that stage, he was travelling around the world, you know, in training us. Alchemy is switching on that 90% of your brain that most humans decide not to use, a bit like the film Lucy. Yeah. And with simple guided meditations and activations now that we that we deliver through Starseed Ascension School, we can easily and uh, effortlessly switch all of that on for you. So I began on that journey. Yeah. What's the then, definition of alchemy? Uh, so alchemy is defined by the uh, Ascended Masters as consciously altering the frequencies of your thought because everything has an oscillation, so it's a frequency. So consciously altering the frequencies of the thought, changing the harmonics of matter, because whatever we perceive to be solid is actually just molecules that are vibrating, and applying the vast elements of love to get your desired results. So when you start combining and meshing all of that together, you can have some profound experiences. Start putting your hand through things that we perceive to be solid, start experiencing and manifesting things uh, with ease and will in your life, good or bad. So th yeah. the, the definition of alchemy is that from the higher realms, mm -hmm. but it's it's about that alchemical change which is in you, in your physical being. We have to change our physical being from a, a, a dense third-dimensional aspect into a multi-dimensional being of life at the foundations of changing the carbon elements in our DNA to crystalline light. Mm. So my studies took me onto that. And then when I really started learning alchemy, then the profoundness of my experiences just went up to like a hundred percent. And then I didn't know, uh, yeah, how to deal with all of that because then it's, uh, it can be somewhat tricky when you're a very switched on multi-dimensional being when you're around family and friends and work and I was still a health and safety manager at that stage and operating in the third dimension. So can we finish on that experience you had when you went to America and you were sitting in one of your mastering alchemy, that moment that you were looking at the stage asking everyone around you if they mm. were seeing what you were seeing? Yeah, it was, and that was quite interesting because yes, I was over in uh, in America for uh, 2012. There was nearly 700 of us alchemists all around the world converged in 
uh, Phoenix in Arizona for an alchemy conference. And our job there was to close the third dimension on any child that was born after, I'm going all goosebumpy again, after the 2112, uh, 2012, that all babies that have been born since then are born as multidimensional beings. You're not a third dimensional baby. And I was sitting there in the audience and I was saying to people, oh, can you see those guides behind Jim? Can you see the Ascended Masters and Archangels there? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, can you see the extraterrestrial there that's just popped in behind Jim? You know, and he's in his ear talking to him. And they're like, wow, can you see all of that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then when we were having lunch, it's like, oh, can you see the UFOs right above the hotel here where we are? And they're like, no. Can you see all that? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, am I the only one that can see all this stuff? Yeah. So I was having profound experiences at that stage and I was still drinking at that stage and I still remember to this day late at night finishing at the bar drinking till two o'clock in the morning and then going back to my room and uh, the ascended master saying to me you're the last one still awake and we're waiting to activate you during your sleep space like we've done on everyone else that's come from all around the world you're the last person still awake and i'm like oh shit and they're like oh we want you to go to bed now i'm like oh okay sorry about that so i went to bed you know for them to fully activate us during our dream space so yeah i was having some profound experiences like really like really beautifully profound experiences oh we've got so many of your profound oh, experiences they are. They, that's so profound <laughs> that's just a toe in the water yeah. tonight yeah yeah and just from my experience you know um working alongside master sam porter it's such a privilege to for the knowledge the wisdom the, the experience and teaching me mm. you know to be who i am and just some of the profound, um, you know, clients that you've seen and, and how they've, excuse me, I've just got a bit of a nose issue, <laughs> but it, it's, they're profound. Yeah. And it's just such an incredible experience to be mm. with you alongside you. Yeah, no problem. Thank yeah. you. And, uh, yeah, it, there's some upgrades going on in your brain. Yes, <laughs> and the wiring in Sharami's brain, which is why it's uh, sinus here, is yeah. actually recoding and calibrating through it. And that's the kind of thing, that's what happens, is yeah. just tuning in, asking, oh, okay, yeah. what's going on in your body? Oh, this is this is this what is I'm getting me. from your body that's coming back, yeah. Yeah, and, and for me too, you know, it's accelerated my evolution, oh, my psychic abilities, and just the privilege of having a front row seat to watching you yeah. step into your power and who you are and be able to sit here now doing a podcast actually saying I am an embodied ascended master and sharing it with others. It takes a lot and it takes a lot to to be that person because I am very humble. I go quietly about the the work that I'm asked to bring forwards for humanity. You know, and my title is Keeper of the Infinite Eternal Living Light on the Planet. Which is a pretty big remit that we can cover off on other yeah. podcasts, yeah. you know. So it's nice to be here. It's nice to feel comfortable now to come out and to share the stories and uh, to share the insights of what's it like being in a body sended master here on the planet. There's there's 50 of us, so there's not very many. And that people many. might relate to Edgar Casey being a very famous psychic medium that 
you're well and truly up with those abilities. You know, you could have decided to be a Nikola Tesla and channel yeah, through yeah. or an Einstein, but definitely your pathway for this lifetime has been spiritual evolution and consciousness evolution, both for yourself, those around you and humanity. Mine is, yeah, mine, mine is to open up new consciousness fields, new dimensional realms of consciousness for humanity to start to work in and through. Yeah. And for many years, it was clearing away a lot of the densities here that were on planet, whether they were on a human or extraterrestrial, you know, life form. That's been my work, tireless work mm -hmm. for many, many years, which is now shifted into working more now in where we're going with humanity, where we start applying some of the universal laws and the law of one, because we have the opportunity and framework there when we do to change all aspects of reality for everybody on the whole planet. Yeah. Yeah. For the better. For the better. For the better. You know, and there's so been there's been many opportunities, you know, I've I've been offered <laughs> tens of millions of dollars and hundreds of millions of dollars and a billion dollars and then name your price to stop being me yeah. on the planet. And some people take the money. Mm -hmm. Some people take the money. But I can't be bought. I'm here for a reason. You know, and I uphold that with honour like a badge that I am here for the betterment of humanity. And that's why I'm here. And part of my mission with the other Ascended Masters and with our divine help from those not embodied in that consciousness layers too and being able to tap into the consciousness of Source Creator or whether people call it Gods or Infinite Consciousness, same aspect, that with the, the help and our collectiveness and our knowingness on who we are and where we're going here, that we're going to be wholeheartedly not distracted by money or other things or accolades or I've got 2 million followers on Instagram or whatever stuff is third dimension. Yeah. That, you know, we, we go about unabated with our work tirelessly. So it, it's nice and, it, and it's quite a big deal, very big deal, very, very big deal for me to be here sharing that in yeah. front of everyone and putting myself there out on the podcast mm. because I had to ask, do I have permission to be doing that and sharing who I am? And I got a yes, because when you can change the whole fabric of reality for everybody on the planet, we'll start tidying up environmental toxins that are showing up in people's realities yeah. or bodies and within five to ten seconds clear those out of every single person on the whole planet not yeah. being egotistical but when we understand and when i understand those possibilities and the process to do that we become very powerful we do and that's when some aspects of beings don't really like that and will offer people vast amounts of money yeah. not to be who you are mm -hmm. yeah I mean, I don't, I don't feel it's an ego um, aspect because I mean, I, I, I witness it, I feel it when it happens, and it's profound. Mm -hmm. It really is profound. Yeah, so I look forward to sharing more on the, you yeah, know, on the podcast. Part two and, and part two. Yeah, and yeah. we do the part two because there, there, there is so many profound stories that we have oh, on a, so much more to on, a, <laughs> on a daily yeah. basis. What we've like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's so much more to Yeah, and then it'd be nice, you know, if there's questions from people, you know, that want some questions answered yeah. on, oh, okay, right. 
where are we going on the evolution of yeah. I'm not a forecaster and, and I don't and when people ask me oh how long is it going to take for everybody to change I don't get involved with no. answering those questions because there's so many variables in them you know there's so many variables if you have to account for every opportunity possibility probability on timelines and every timeline there's variables there that can change that can you know that can put us onto yeah. a different course so um, look forward to the next one yeah absolutely yeah. thank you yeah thanks for tuning in everyone and thank we'll you. be back with the next installment of uh, master sam porn of part two yeah beautiful yeah thank, thank you that was lovely Ooh. thanks for your sharing yeah thank you, okay. yeah. yeah thanks for everyone yeah. for tuning in and listening yeah beautiful okay bye bye everyone and that's a wrap for this episode of cosmic consciousness cafe star seed ascension school we hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the invisible world of energy and gained new insights to further your spiritual journey a big thank you to our hosts, Sam Porna and Sarah and Sharamia, for sharing their knowledge, guidance and wisdom with us today. If you love these podcasts and you want full access to Master Sam Porna and Sarah and Sharamia's recorded material, go to Starseed Ascension School. We're offering a 14-day free trial with unlimited access to everything. Remember to subscribe to the Cosmic Consciousness Cafe Starseed Ascension School podcast and please leave a review to support the show and to help us create content that resonates with you, our spiritual community.